And what's up, guys? Uh, welcome back to another episode of Mentally Gone Daily. My name is Callie Lacerda, for those of you who don't know. And for those of you who don't know what this show is about, this show is just a an attempt on my end uh, to discipline myself to sit down every single day and just have an open conversation about anything and everything that's on my mind, um, anything that's on my radar right now in terms of conspiracies and uh, news and just anything, basically anything, philosophy, uh, deeper personal stuff. So this is definitely an insight or an inside look into the mentally gone brain that I currently host in my cranium. Um, we are going to start with something interesting today that I really, really, really want to talk to you guys about. Um, I saw this news article uh, that apparently Balenciaga is dropping the 25 million lawsuit against the teddy bear bondage advertisers. Uh, Balenciaga has decided not to pursue legal action against the producers of a controversial ad campaign, which showed a child holding teddy bears dressed in bondage attire. The fashion label initially sued the producers for $25 million, but it's now setting aside a significant fund for grants to organizations that benefit the protection of kids. Its CEO also reiterated apologies for the offense caused by the ad. Isn't that interesting, guys? To me, that's that's so um, hilarious, I think. It's just funny how these companies, they immediately try to find a scapegoat, which is what we spoke on on the last episode. Um, I think we spoke on on the last episode, on yesterday's episode in the case. Um, but they always find a scapegoat. They always find something to kind of divert the attention of the population and to gain their approval once more. And so the best way for you to kind of uh, weasel your way out of this hole that you've dug that you've dug for yourself is definitely by just looking and just seeming charitable um, in spite of all the horrific, horrific acts that you probably most likely commit behind closed doors, which is what I think Balenciaga is. I think Balenciaga is an insider in the elite's uh, tendency to just uh, love kids, you know, but not love kids in the way that maybe you and I love kids, you know, um, but it's in a much more sinister and occult manner, in my opinion. And I just find that interesting. And then I recently started uh, watching the Info Infowars, uh, Alex Jones' website. Uh, he he uploaded an in. Uh, he uploaded a full interview with Kanye West and this interview apparently broke the internet. And so I'm just, you know, trying to see like what I can, like just trying to watch it to see like what's up and to see what the hype is about. And I'm too early in to really speak on it yet. But what Kanye refers to Balenciaga as he calls it the Balenciaga gate, which, you know, is very similar to the pizza gate thing. And it's just interesting, you know, that he he is a like he's an interesting character in my eyes. He's an interesting character for a bunch of different reasons, not just for his artistic abilities, but because he was so deeply ingrained in that culture, you know, in the culture of the elites, like he was an insider himself. And to have him just come out and just be a whistleblower now is just very interesting. It's just very interesting. I don't know if he's controlled opposition. I, I don't know what his uh, game is. No, right, because nobody can really look inside of his head. But 
I like to assume that he actually just really had enough of it. You know, he just had enough. He lost too many people in his life. He sacrificed his mother just like he he literally confirmed it. He said that his mom was sacrificed. He said that a lot of people in Hollywood um, sacrificed their loved ones in order to achieve a substantial amount of fame and, and wealth. He said that uh, I think it was Michael Jordan lost his son. He said that Dr. Dre lost his son or something like that. And it's interesting because both those characters and both those people, they're billionaires, right? I think Dr. Dre sold Beats at the time for like a billion dollars and which consolidated him as like one of the first black billionaires or something like that. I might be wrong on that, but I know that it was for an ex like enormous amount of money, like an insane amount of money. Um, and yeah, so I just found that interesting. I just I just really cringe whenever these companies just try to back like backtrack on what they did. And instead of like coming clean and just transparently uh, just, you know, just opening up and saying like, yeah, like we are responsible for uh, promoting uh, pedophile propaganda. We are responsible for um, kind of enabling this systemic abuse of children. Instead of doing that, they just basically say like, oh, no, like we're the good guys, right? We're, we're the good guys. We are going to go after these people who we hired and approved and whose work we approved uh, <laughs> to post. And we are going to make them the enemy. We are not the enemy. This photographer is the enemy. This uh, small team, skeleton team of photographers and producers and editors, they're the enemy. Because, uh, yeah, because we said so. And also people look at 25 million and they're like, oh, wow, like that's a lot of money. And, you know, to donate that, which they would never donate if 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 this weren't the case, I don't think they've ever donated before. So it just makes it sus, right? It just makes it very suspicious. And to me, now that I think about it, because I'm just like thinking along with you guys, I'm just speaking as it comes. But now that I think about it, it just kind of affirms the whole situation, doesn't it? Because it's basically them proving to be guilty. And because, you know, like they just really just said like, hey, like, yes, this uh, whole ad campaign was about the abuse of children. And now we are donating to this charity that it that just basically focuses on protection of children. So it's pretty it's pretty insane, man. It's pretty insane. I feel like a lot of the world recently has been just becoming more and more dark but at the same time i just feel like that darkness has become more transparent and more obvious and blatant you know uh, i feel like before they would try to maybe hide it and maybe imply it but nowadays like you watch a music video and depending on the music video most of them are just are just infused with these uh occult subliminal messaging you know satanic messaging uh, witchcraft and just all this crazy gnarly shit and it just it it's just mind-blowing to me it truly is mind-blowing um and then speaking of kanye there's this other news article that i read that again i always laugh because i feel like that's the best way to cope with absurdity is just to laugh it off because it's just insane like we are literally listen listening we are literally living Inside of like a key, uh, Stephen King novel or a Jordan Peele movie. Like that's how I see it.
or or a south park episode or a family guy episode like that's what life has become you know um all right so kanye west posted a bizarre instagram rant calling elon musk a genetic hybrid days after once again being kicked off twitter all right so that's what the article says kanye west called elon musk a genetic hybrid on instagram on sunday west suggested with no evidence that Musk's father was a Chinese genius. In reality, Musk's father, Errol, is an engineer and entrepreneur from South Africa. So this is basically Yahoo trying to try to fact check Kanye, which I hate when articles do this. Like, don't you guys hate how they're they're like I don't think there exists any um uh non-biased news outlets. Pe- people say that Reuters is a good one. But I feel like every news outlet nowadays just has like this very blatant partisan, um, you know, like one lean, like one side leaning opinion and outlook. And it just spreads on everything they touch, like everything they touch is just contaminated by their political view. And it 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 like it even happens in like the podcasting world, for example, I I used to be a fan of this podcast called Pivot. Um, It's hosted by Scott Galloway. And I forgot the name of his co-host. I'm going to quickly look this up because I don't want to be misogynistic here. Think about your couch for a moment. So so uh, <laughs> right there, you guys caught a glimpse of the episode I was listening to. Uh, Kara Swisher. And I am so baffled and so surprised that this podcast that is supposed to be more centered around like tech news and just finance and and just more objective, like economics you know like things like that they are so heavily politically opinionated that it's just unbearable at times to just listen to like i can't listen to them anymore and i i just made a decision today to just unfollow you know like i can't i can't listen to them because it's been so long since i've listened that that i just decided to listen today and they're like blatant and outright haters of elon musk for example and they hate the right they hate conservatives uh conservative conservatives i can't speak it's too early it's currently 8 50 a.m on a tuesday december 6th but they you know like they just hate anything that's that's even remotely right and they're just these radical leftists that oh just make me cringe sometimes oh excuse me (laughs) There we go with the burps. Uh, for those for those of you who don't know um, and who aren't used to any podcast I do, even on the regular podcast, I always burp. And it's because I have this um, anxiety condition thing that I'm just uh, diagnosing myself right here on there. But every time I get nervous, I just uh, burp, I guess. And I'm just always nervous to do anything that comes to creating stuff and whatnot. Um, speaking of, I just wanted to quickly point out how hard it is. Like, it's so... It's really hard, you guys. And I, I'm not saying this to like kind of give myself a pat on the back and say like, oh, like you're doing something hard. Good for you. But I'm just saying it because it's factual. Like it's very hard to do a podcast, especially these like solo podcasts, because I feel like you have to kind of create the scenario in your head that you're talking to a specific person. But since I don't really know who I'm talking to and I don't want to limit myself to a specific person, I have to be broad, right? And if I'm going to be broad, then I have to kind of like act as if I'm on a stage and then I'm just talking to um, like to a multitude of different people, to a, to, a, to a vast array of different people with different beliefs and 
And it's just hard for you to kind of re, like adjust yourself while still retaining your genuine nature, if that makes sense. So it's hard. It's hard. And it's also hard to keep the conversation going when you're just doing it yourself. It's much easier for you to just bounce like bounce ideas off of someone. Because even if by accident that that like that someone could say something that's just um, legitimately interesting. Right. And then that just fuels your own thoughts and it just creates new thoughts. And then and then that's how the podcast with Gabriella goes. And that's why I'm excited. Tomorrow, she said that she's going to be joining in on these um, daily episodes. So tomorrow I'll be doing it with her and then hopefully it just becomes like an easier, more seamless process where it's not as cringe and hopefully it's not too cringe to a point where you guys um, can't listen. But I'm, I'm just trying to hang out with you guys. So like imagine this is like a water cooler conversation where we all work together and we're like doing like a miserable nine to five and then we just uh, sneak to the water cooler synchronized all together. And we just spend like uh, 30 minutes to an hour every day just chatting it up about crazy stuff that's been happening. But anyways, so Kanye West on the whole like Elon Musk being a genetic hybrid. He said that. um, Okay, so it says here in the article in the Yahoo Finance article. And again, I don't know why this would be in the Yahoo Finance, but whatever. Um, This has nothing, nothing to do with finance, finance. It says the rapper posted a picture to Instagram on Sunday that said, am I the only one who thinks Elon could be half Chinese? Take a Chinese genius and mate them with a South African supermodel, West wrote. They probably made 10 to 30 Elons, and he's the first genetic hybrid that stuck. Ye also suggested that he believes former President Barack Obama is a genetic hybrid, too. West provided no evidence on his outlandish claims. Musk's father, Errol, is a South African engineer and entrepreneur, while his mother, May, is a model born in Canada. West's post was captioned, On Jay-Z's birthday, future president of the United States, Ye, uses Mark Zuckerberg's platform to incite a mass investigation of Elon Musk's childhood photos in the midst of Balenciaga Gate. Are there any... Are there any photos of Elon Musk as like a young Elon Musk, like a kid? That's a good question, right? I'm going to search that up right now for you guys. Elon Musk as a child. Let's see if anything pops up. Um, Let's see. There are pictures, actually. Yeah, there is one picture here that shows two kids. Yeah, the, these kids look like Elon and his brother, his older brother. But that's interesting, right? Like, imagine if Elon Musk was just genetically created in a lab. And that's why he's like a super genius. Because he did something crazy, right? Like, when when he was, I think, like, 14 years old, he created, like, a computer video game about spaceships and shit. Like, at 14, which is wild, which is very similar to what Bill Gates kind of did when he was a kid. Or something along those lines. I think I read that in The Outliers book by Malcolm Gladwell. It's been a long time, though, since I read that book. But it basically talks about how um, preparation meets opportunity. You know, no, no, that genius is when preparation meets opportunity. And it's just interesting. Um, Stressed out Americans plan to cut down on Christmas spending. That's interesting, right? Christmas is coming up. The inflation is fucking with everybody. 
Uh, I don't know how you guys have been ho- holding up during, you know, all this crazy stuff that's been happening in these last three years. But, uh, yeah, things are getting pretty, pretty rough, man. Pr- pretty rough. It says Americans feeling the pinch of inflation are planning to spend less on Christmas gifts, charity, and holiday events. The dampness in the holiday spirit can also be attributed to cus- to consumer prices rising faster than wages this year, which has households worried about grocery is it grocery or grocery? I always say grocery, but I but for some reason to appease to you guys who may say grocery, I said grocery. Uh, which has households worried about groceries, rent, and utility bills. Further, 84% plan on pursuing money-saving tactics this year and relying on coupons and discounts. So it's going to be like an everybody hates Chris type of Christmas with the Julius strategy. If you guys know, you know, he... He's a big advocate for coupons and and discounts and all that stuff and and and, and penny pinching too. Uh, speaking of, like, what do you guys think about Christmas? Like, do you celebrate Christmas? You guys can um let me know by how can you guys let me know? Oh, okay. Look, this is a great opportunity for me to just introduce this uh thing on this show. I'm I'm gonna eventually create like a a dedicated phone line for this version of the podcast. But for now, if you guys want to call in and I will react to you guys, uh, to, to your voicemail, you can call in at 201-890-2907. That's 201-890-2907. And this will be perfect for me because then, then I'll actually have someone to talk to. So I'll play your voicemail during, you know, these like daily podcasts and we can talk about things that have been said on these daily versions of the podcast and, you know, like answers to questions I've made on this podcast. And if you want to just chip in or just have a question, a comment, feel free to just call to share a story, to feedback, anything. Just call, just call and just hang out with me, you know, and then I'll just uh, include it right on like I'll, I'll just burn it right onto the episode. So your, your, your voice will be on here. And also please just leave like a first name, even if it's an alias, if you don't want to be, you know, heard or seen, uh, just leave an alias so I can, you know, address you by and just makes it easier to communicate. But yeah, so call me, call me. I need friends. I need a friend. All right. Um, okay. So I also saw this other article that says that scientists gene hack random plant to grow cocaine. That's interesting, right? Using science for the greater good of humanity. That's cool. Health workers find new use for dating apps chasing STIs. Sexually transmitted what? Sexually transmitted. What is I? What does I stand for? I don't know. Let's see. Let's see what else we have here. Vladimir Putin fell downstairs at home and soiled himself. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man, these articles are hilarious. So uh, today is a good day because Vladimir Putin just shit himself after falling down his stairs. That's cool. That's always great news. Uh, Vladimir Putin reportedly fell down the stairs at his official Moscow, Moscow, Moscow residence and landed on his cocks or tailbone this week. The incident was reported on an anti-Kremlin telegram channel, which also claimed the impact of the fall caused Putin to involuntarily defecate. 
If true, this is the latest health scare for Putin, who is rumored to be suffering from cancer and Parkinson's disease. That's interesting, huh? There is a huge conspiracy theory, by the way. I'm just going to plug in a random conspiracy theory, which I'm not going to go too in-depth on it because we don't really have that much time and I'm not really prepared. And I always like to be prepared for every conspiracy theory that I tackle because I don't like to just speak out of my ass like I'm speaking right now. uh, That is strictly for this daily show. But there's a conspiracy that says that one of the reasons why Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine is because Ukraine is the leading uh, smuggler and transporter involved in human trafficking, especially the trafficking of children. And so I don't know if that's true, but that's a conspiracy theory that's been circulating around the internet. And that one of the reasons why he hates America is because he hates the satanic agenda that the Americans push on the world. And so that's why there are countries that are trying to be resistant towards that, that influence. Um, and, it's just a conspiracy. Like I'm not trying to be anti-patriotic or anti-American here. Like I'm just, like, I just want to make that clear, but it's just an interesting conspiracy because if you really look at it from like a conspiratorial perspective, which is what I'm assuming a lot of you guys enjoy looking at the world as including myself. And that's why we have the podcast and we have, you know, uh, but if you look at it from that perspective, then it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. And if it is in fact true that the Ukraine is one of the top, uh, smugglers and people and, and countries involved in like trafficking of children. And that would also make sense guys that why certain celebrities have gone to like, have gone to the Ukraine because they're pawns, right? So they're pawns of the elite. Like, um, I think Ben Stiller visited the Ukraine, a few other celebrities, like big, big, big celebrities. They went to meet with the president of Ukraine or, or their leader. I don't know if they have presidents there or like, I'm just so not, in the loop with with politics at all but my point being is that it it would make a lot of sense because all of these celebrities we know what they're into we know what they enjoy they enjoy pizza parties uh they enjoy a lot of dark shit um eyes wide shut type of type of stuff that i'm trying to say here but yeah that is an interesting one i like how a news article of putin falling down the stairs and shitting himself kind of led into a whole conspiracy about the state of the world but interesting india remit remittances hit nah bleh, i don't want to know about that intermittent fasting diet could actually send you to an early grave okay another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I actually do intermittent fasting, so I'm just going to quickly read this. Intermittent, intermittent fa- it's intermittent, right? I always fuck up that word. Intermittent fasting practiced by stars like Jennifer Aniston. Why, why do they always do that? It's like to grasp your attention. Like I get it's like clickbaity, but who cares? Like I don't care about Jennifer Aniston, dude. 
oh, people, but, but that's the problem, right? Is that people do care. People do care. Like people will see, especially when it comes to diets. Have you guys ever noticed that? Especially with the liver king coming out and, and, and confessing that he's not natural, like, which is such a surprise, right? Oh my God. What a surprise. That guy looks like he's, he eats, uh, DECA and, and, and just all like all the steroids on the market for breakfast. Like he just mixes it in a bowl and then turns on his camera and just takes a few bites out of testicles and shit. Uh, anyways, like unless a diet or a workout regimen is attached to a celebrity, people don't care, which is so weird. And that's exactly what the American culture has accomplished. Hollywood specifically is that they want you to just really really aspire to be like these idols these false idols which are the actors and the celebrities and the musicians and that's why the whole hollywood system is so successful right because there are people who are working out right now i guarantee you working out right now to look like chris hemsworth the same physique that he had in thor love and thunder but not knowing that chris hemsworth has you know in an ultra expensive personal trainer uh takes takes a crazy amount of steroids but also is observed under a close microscope by one of the most expensive doctors in in all of hollywood and so like these people always promote these like apps and these supplements and they claim to be natural so that the public just really just buys into it and that's exactly what liver king was doing uh while eating raw bull testicles he was selling you. He was selling you on his supplements, which I checked their website. I think a uh, bundle, quote unquote, uh, has a promotional price tag of $135 for three bottles of supplements that claim to be, you know, liver and all that stuff. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Again, guys, it's just that I take breaths like I breathe through my mouth. I'm a mouth breather when I talk. So I have to just... Just breathe, breathe. Anyways, intermittent fasting practiced by stars like Jennifer Aniston restricts meals to a strict time period to lose weight. But scientists warn it could shorten lifespan as skipping lunch, dinner increases the risk of death from all causes. Missing meals leads people to consuming more calories in a shorter time. Impairing metabolism, intermittent fasters may help develop habits like smoking and drinking. Uh, I don't know if I trust this. Look, anything, I've been working out for a while, a while now. Um, I just now got back into the whole groove of it. I talked about it, I think, on the last episode. But I, like, prior to COVID, pri like, prior to the pandemic, I would work out every single day, like, even on weekends. I would take a rest day only if I really needed it and felt like I needed it. Otherwise, if I was feeling good, I would just continue going. Um and when it comes to fitness, man, like it's so hard for you to navigate that space. It's so hard. It's almost impossible without getting completely uh, misscrewed information and just misdirected time and time again. Like you begin following a certain fitness guru and they advocate for, and they advocate for all vegan diet. And then you follow another influencer and they say that an all-vegan diet is bullshit and that you have to go an all-meat diet, a carnivore diet. And then you go to someone else and they say that, you know, restrictive diets are are horrible for you and they're a cancer. And so it's like, it's so hard. It's so hard. But I do have a few people that I actually refer to when it comes to um, fitness 
fitness goals and just nutrition and overall well-being. One of them, like a great podcast that I was actually listening this morning, which is the one that, that just played, is called Found My Fitness. It is hosted by Rhonda Patrick. Uh, she's a doctor. She has a PhD next to her name. Um, she was on the Joe Rogan Experience a few times. That's where I found her. A uh, very, very, very uh, knowledgeable person. Uh, the other one is, what's his name? I think, oh yeah, the Andrew Huberman podcast. It's called Huberman Lab. Highly recommend this guy, man. He is one of the most knowledgeable humans that I've ever listened to in terms of just full body optimization. So you can just go on your uh, podcast platform and just type in the Huberman Lab and his will pop up. One of the most popular podcasts too. Like he has 42,000 ratings right now on Spotify, which is wild. It, it's crazy. It's almost unheard of. And then one last person, which I will also recommend you guys who's super knowledgeable is a guy called Max Lugavere. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but he hosts a podcast called The Genius Life. And if you like nerding out about the human body and just optimization and just uh, new, like uh, biohacking, if you will, those are all great recommendations and just great podcasts to listen to. Um, it'll make you feel smarter because you're listening to really smart people, unlike this show. But anyways, let's go. Uh, let's see what else we got. We might cut this episode today a little bit shorter just because uh, we're just going to go by like uh, like by feeling, I guess, like how we feel today. And yeah. So two men arrested and charged in connection with Takeoff's death. Do you think Takeoff was was assassinated, was uh, killed by by the the dark energy that rules this world? Because there are a lot of conspiracies about him being like a like a sacrifice for the Migos for them to kind of retain their power and it's a necessary sacrifice because you have to like sacrifice a loved one. And so that could be interesting, interesting conspiracy. I haven't really looked too much into that one, but I do know that in his last music video with, I believe offset, um, uh, there was one scene that predicted almost exactly the time of death that he would be announced and that was pretty wild to me. Um, and like, that's usually how they work. Like they work with subliminal messaging. They have to tell you what they're doing. So like, that's a weird little thing that helps us out. Otherwise everything would be under the rug. Everything would be done in secret. Celebrities would all just, you know, put out normal looking music videos and reserve their satanic symbolisms for when they're at each other's houses and doing orgies and just going crazy. But that's not the case because they have to, weirdly enough, they have to let you know. Otherwise, it doesn't work, I guess. It's like, it's like a weird thing, right? It's like they're allowed to be evil, but the evil only works if they let the world know. Almost as if they have to like feed off of our energy of awareness, you know, our awareness of what they're doing. That just feeds into their whole ceremonial practices i don't i don't know what i'm saying guys um let me see what else we have here Ooh, this one might be interesting researchers verify biblical tales of how ancient cities fell 
archaeologists are using a new method, the Earth's magnetic field, to figure out what happened to ancient cities like Gath, home of Goliath the giant. If rocks here became hot enough, they'd align to show the intensity and direction of the magnetic field. Such heat was generated when rocks blazed brightly during ancient battles, which could then be reorient, reoriented according to the Earth's magnetic field. Yeah, guys, again, it's way too early for me to read, but this article kind of uh, inspires me to ask you guys another question. Do you guys believe in giants? Are giants real? Uh, what are your favorite giants, uh, conspiracy theories or proof of giants existence? If you have any, again, just give me a call at the number that was just, uh, stated at the beginning of the show or not beginning, but you know, like a few moments ago, if you have anything to say, just call me at 201-890-2907, 201-890-2907. And let me know what you think. Um, all right, I'm just quickly scrolling again through all this stuff. I think that is it for articles today. Nothing really interesting is jumping out at me right now. Uh, yeah, nothing interesting is jumping out right now. So, yeah, guys, uh, I just wanted to quickly say one last thing, and this is going to come off as a little bit motivational and kind of corny and cheesy, and I hate motivational speakers, but I'm just speaking on what I know of. I just hope that all of you guys out there, like you guys are managing to find one, like one thing to kind of stick to. Cause I feel like that is super therapeutic and just super calming to the soul and to, and, and to the mind and to the spirit. Um, if you know, like whether it's, um, cooking every night for your significant other, whether it's hitting the gym every day, whether it's reading one chapter of a book every day, something you know i just hope that you guys are managing to be consistent with like one aspect of your life i feel like consistency is one of those things that really make or break you you know if you don't have consistency then you're kind of screwed because the world is always constantly inconsistent isn't that a paradox it's constantly in like constantly inconsistent and so your fate really relies on your ability to kind of find a firm footing and establish a firm a firm foundation for you to be able to really build something significant and just build your existence off of something that's substantial, if that makes sense. And I'm just speaking on that because I was thinking about that today while I worked out in the morning. Again, I, I wake up at 4.30 a.m., work out at 5 every single day. I've been doing it for a few weeks now. After almost two years of just not just being depressed and just being so adverse to doing anything that could benefit me in a in an enormous way and so i'm finally getting back into the whole you know uh, groove of things and that's the biggest takeaway for me it's just it's the best thing that i could do for myself and i just really hope that a lot more of you are just you know just focusing on on just building yourself up so that you can better navigate this world and I think that it's definitely not easy for you to believe in yourself and take that from me, the guy who is, you know, dedicating an hour a day to talk, talk to himself on a podcast that will be listened to by over 500 people, which is crazy, by the way. Yesterday's episode got 500 listens. Isn't that crazy? Like that, that is absolutely mind blowing to me. 
500 listens. Um, of course, a lot of those people are were just curious, maybe. And then and then they, and then they clicked on the episode and immediately clicked off after five minutes. It was like, oh, this guy's absolutely fucking out of his mind. Who wants to listen to this bullshit? Uh, I'm sure there were like at least at least 300 people did that. <laughs> but uh, so this episode will get like 100 people, which hey, it still fills up a room. So if you're coming back again for more than oh my god what is wrong what is wrong with you you know you got to go get yourself checked out for sure um but what was i saying i always lose my train of thought but that is part of the show that is part of the magic of mentally gone and it's literally what kind of um validates the brand's name mentally gone it's not called mentally stable or mentally congruent it's not it's called mentally gone uh I forgot what I was going to say. But anyways, my point is, I just hope you guys. Oh, oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. I remember. It's not easy to believe in yourself. It definitely is not. I prior to COVID, I was one of the most um, inspired people. And that was something that a lot of my friends would tell me. Like, you're, you're just always inspired all the time. You inspired me to create. Uh, you're always grinding. You're you're so hardworking. All these things, right? And at the time, I was younger. I was more naive. Um, I didn't really have that much life experience, like real life experience at the time. And so I just really let that feed me in a very um, irrational manner, you know, like in a way that's just not sustainable. And today, I realized that. I like I'm starting to actually gain self-belief, one that's not reliant and predicated on outside validation or outside input. Um, I have way less friends nowadays. I don't really keep up with friendships. I don't really uh, like to go out. I don't really like to socialize too much, but it's not because I, I, I hate people or I don't think that anybody is worthy of my time. It's just that I'm way too focused right now in like finding myself. And in that process, I think that it requires an extreme form of solitude. And that's okay. Like it's okay to be alone. It's okay to want to be alone. Maybe it means, you know, like you won't show up to this year's family Christmas party. You didn't show up for Thanksgiving. You didn't, you know, because nobody really knows what you're going through. Only you do. And sometimes you don't even know what you're going through because you're just constantly surrounding yourself and just, with with uh, people who distract you from yourself and you're constantly diving deep into vices smoking drinking using other things you know and so it just really deviates your resolve I, th I, I feel you know and so yeah man just fucking believe in yourself dude really like if you like I don't know if you need to hear this I don't know what good like what good it does coming from a guy like me you know someone that you don't know like a nobody um it would be different if it was like Joe Rogan saying it you know like believe in yourself you know because it's like it's inspirational because of what he's accomplished but from one human to the next like that's all I really have to offer you guys is just ideas thoughts lessons that I've learned and the moment you begin really focusing on yourself is the moment that's like uh, brick by brick, you'll begin establishing your own foundation. And that foundation will be impenetrable, impenetrable. Like nobody, nobody will be able to fuck with it. Nobody will be able to even put a dent on it. Why? Because you spent, you put the hours, you put the sweat, the tears, the 
the late night crying alone and then waking up and, and telling people that you're okay. You know, like you went through all of that. You went through suicidal tendencies. You went through all that and you're still standing. And one of my favorite quotes is the worst thing that the worst thing that happened to you is the worst thing that happened to you. That's it. I feel like we, we constantly seek out, you know, like what's gonna like wrong things in the world, you know? And we wake up with anxiety at times because we're scared of what's going to happen. If we're going to get run over by a car, if we're going to get jumped at the subway station, if we're going to get fired from our job, if our significant other is going to cheat on us, it's like all these anxious thoughts just always find their way into the very core of your being. And I feel like by believing in yourself and just by disciplining yourself and just by really focusing on yourself i said yourself three times because i just want to really emphasize it you begin to really just allow other thoughts that are way more beneficial and just positive energy to just really situate itself and just make itself at home within yourself within within your being and yeah that's how i think i'm gonna drop off this episode uh hopefully some of that made sense i, I don't know guys i just talk a lot sometimes but i just want you guys to be okay because I actually care. And again, this is like a more secret show. I don't really plan on growing this show, but if it grows, then great. But it's going to always be this vibe. It's not going to change anything. I'm not going to add more production value to it. I'm not going to, you know, uh, add a intro, like an intro song. I'm not going to do any of that. I, I don't think. Intro song, maybe, but eh, I just like this like raw nature of it. It's like, to me, it's almost as if you just picked up your phone. Like I am calling you and you just picked up your phone and then you just let me rant in your ear while, while you do whatever it is that you're doing while, while you're driving, while you're doing paperwork, while you're doing, I don't know, work, working out maybe. But yeah, uh, with that being said, guys, thank you so much for listening. That was 40 minutes today, a, l a little bit shorter, but I feel like it was good. I feel like I'm having fun. I actually enjoy this one. Uh, this type of podcast. I still have to get used to it. I plan on getting to episode 1000. So doing a few years of this daily iteration of the podcast. And so by then, I hope that I just get better at what I do and better at just presenting information, discussing random thoughts and really organizing my head. But until then, uh, thank you for putting up with me and my incoherent thoughts and my crazy mentally gone brain. Thank you so much, and don't forget that it's never wrong to be mentally gone. Peace out, guys.